0: I'm Josh with you on Afropop Worldwide. Today we travel all the way to Colombia in New York City. <laughs> The South American country of Colombia has as diverse a musical landscape as it does a physical landscape, which stretches from the Amazon jungle to the Sierra Nevada de Santa Marta mountains, to the Pacific Ocean, to the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean coast. But far away from the beaches, mountains and valleys of Colombia, in the mega-metropolis of New York City, There is a vibrant community of Colombian musicians creating, innovating, and representing the diversity of Colombia's folk, traditional, and popular music styles with local, gritty New York flavor. Let's turn it over to producer Morgan Greenstreet in the streets of New York City. It's July 20th
1: and I'm in a packed club in Lower Manhattan. It's a Wednesday, but it's also Colombian Independence Day, and the crowd is ready to party.
2: Colombia! <laughs>
3: My name is Gregorio Uribe. I'm a Colombian musician in Brooklyn, New York. I've been basically combining for a few years uh, rhythms like cumbia and others from the Caribbean coast of Colombia with big band and now also exploring different variations of, of that. The trio format that we
1: just heard is new for Gregorio who has made his name in New York leading a big band.
3: Up to now, I've been very, very set and very stubborn with a big band because that's what it requires, I think, you know? If you're trying to pull out something that is not the norm, at least in terms of the size of the band, the quantity of the musicians, I've really had to kind of stick to it. Gregorio had the idea of leading a big band while studying arranging
1: at Berklee School of Music in Boston, when he began checking out big band music from Colombia.
3: I brought to the class uh, something by Lucho Bermudez, and people enjoyed it and I enjoyed it as well. But I think that represented the coming together of what used to be in my mind two separated things, which was... Colombian popular music or like the dance, dancing, party, and on the other side what you would think of as academic, intellectual, maybe jazz. I realized that they were, you know, part of the same thing, that there wasn't such a hard line in between those things. So I think it was that. It was like a mixture of, of what I was bringing plus what I was learning and in a way, kind of giving myself the biggest challenge I, I could, I think. I was, and probably still am, proving, proving myself that I could do it. I've always been interested in writing new music and, and even in songs that reflect maybe what I'm going through or or what I'm seeing in the environment. Although, sure, there's obviously a romanticism and nostalgia about all oh, big band era. I don't think consciously I've tried to just necessarily like bring that tradition. I'm just kind of expressing myself through that medium.
4: Se acerca la noche sin estrellas No hay playa ni arena en la ciudad Y en su encantadora soledad viven tantas mujeres bellas
0: Donde el frío llega y envuelve al hombre llenando de sombra su corazón y él con picardía reacciona y responde con la risa dulce del acordeón detrás de una puerta vieja y sin nombre
1: We're listening to Cumbia Universal, the title track of the Gregorio Uribe Big Band album featuring the one and only Ruben Blades.
3: One thing that I actually learned just when I arrived in New York was cumbia as a Pan-American genre as opposed to a Colombian rhythm, a specific Colombian rhythm played by a specific type of group. There was a moment of resistance, but then, you know, little by little, it was, I kind of flipped to the opposite side, which is like, this is awesome. This genre is not just a Colombian thing, but it's something that many people can identify with. And that story is like um, a person that goes out at night on a winter night in new york city and then i'm sort of a sudden opening this little door of a place that doesn't even have a name and finding this like community of people from all over the world dancing uh, almost like in a trance state right i'm 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 making a point of, of like what the context of pumbia is in a modern city in a modern world as opposed to uh, music from the countryside um which it obviously still is but just kind of showing how it's in a different context as well not just A fisherman coming from the River Magdalena and going to his wife. That exists, that's where it's come from. But now it's also here. It's in New York where there's you can't see the stars because there's too much light. It's cold, it's winter, there's no beach.
4: Buenos Aires Pombia Venezuela Universal. y en Tenochtitlán Pombia en Cienaguera
5: Universal.
4: Agave y nopal
5: Universal.
4: Universal. no chicha y cel.
0: That was Gregorio Uribe, live at Subrosa with Cumbia Universal. And as Gregorio mentioned, and as we've heard in previous Afropop programs, Cumbia has traveled far from its roots in the Afro-Colombian communities of the Caribbean coast. One New York-based group, La Cumbiamba N.A.E., led by Martin Vejarano, connects the dots between traditional Cumbia and jazz and experimental music. The traditional side of la cumbiamba NE using the ensemble of percussion and gaita flutes now here's the same song golpe e chacara with a modern jazz arrangement That was Golpe E chacara from La Cumbiamba, NAA.
1: Summer is a great time to see live music in New York City, thanks to all the free outdoor concerts. We caught Grupo Revolu live at La Casita, which is part of the Lincoln Center Out of Doors Festival. Revolu has been turning heads and shaking hips with their unique mix of Afro-Colombian rhythms from the Caribbean region, horns, and electric instruments.
6: I play the hand drum, tambor alegre for Revolu, Grupo Revolu.
7: Hello, my name is Johanna Castaneda. I am a vocalist uh, and also musician and manager of Grupo Revolu.
8: Hello, my name is Ronald Polo. I'm the director and lead singer of the band, and it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> composition is more like the original composition by me, by Ranul, but I try to conserve the old traditional rhythms and the old traditional style to compose the songs.
1: Morris tells us that the rhythmic basis of Grupo Rebolú is always traditional Afro-Colombian rhythms from the northern coast of Colombia.
6: Rhythms
1: which some Colombians aren't even that familiar with. So one of the goals of Grupo Revolu is to educate people about these traditions.
7: Here in Queens with the Colombian community, Uh, and I think it was them who actually definitely helped us out to spread the word around and and get this music somewhere, you know, to other parts. We just recently uh, went to Europe for the first time, we went to Switzerland, Vienna and we were there playing Afro-Colombian music, showing everyone there how it is, you know, how it sounds and about Grupo Revolu. Even though we play Colombian music, it's a little different because we've been in this USA for quite some time, it's, we're influenced by that.
8: If you hear the La Revolu music, it's a jazz influence, it's a Latino influence from everywhere, Yeah, yeah. but we try to conserve all the tradition and the percussion and the composition style.
0: the Colombian music community in New York feels like one big family. For example, Joanna and Ronald of Grupo Rebolu are married. Also Joanna's brother is one of the most established Colombian jazz musicians in the city.
9: My name is Edmar Castañeda, I'm from Bogota, Colombia, and I play the harp. In Colombia, we play harp in the plains of Colombia, and it's a traditional music that we share with Venezuela, the joropo, and it's very similar to flamenco. I came to New York when I was uh, 16 and 94, and uh, with my harp, and you know, trying to make a living playing the harp. It's be fun journey, you know. Just to give a different face of the harp to people, you know. People always think the harp is like more like an angel's music, you know, like soft. But you you can party with the angels. You can groove. <laughs> so that's what I like, you know, to groove a lot and to improvise in the harp. is folk music, Janera music with New York. You know, the influence of Brazilian jazz, Afro, so many influences, you know. A lot of stuff I changed, you know, and uh, playing harmonies and melodies with the right hand at the same time. So it sounds like two or three instruments on a harp, you know. That's pretty much what I try to create.
0: That was jazz harpist Edmar Castaneda and his world ensemble with Cuarto de Colores from a live album recorded at the Jazz Standard. Now let's turn it over to Morgan for a visit with one of the most strictly traditional Colombian groups in New York City. It's a Monday night,
1: 10pm, at the legendary club Barbez in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and I'm about to have my heart and soul moved by Buya en el Barrio.
7: El golpe que da el martillo lo recibe la chinola.
1: el Barrio is one of the newest groups performing Colombian music in New York, only a couple years old. They are dedicated to performing a single style of Afro-Colombian music, bullerengue, from the Atlantic coast. That's Buya es, en el Barrio's amazing singer, or cantadora, Carolina oliveros who came to New York several years ago bringing with her a passion for Buyerengue. carolina says buygue is more than music it's a lifestyle the lifestyle of the cantadoras from the villages who express themselves through buygue she says, "I need to tell you, I didn't know anything about buirengue. I'm from a city on the Atlantic coast where there are all these rhythms, all these drums, and the carnival of Barranquilla." But I come from metal. I played metal music and I grew up listening to rock and nothing else.
7: Bueno, como uno una persona que ha vivido. Donde se creó el
1: Carolina says, as a person who isn't from the place where buyerenge was created, the only thing one can do is appreciate it, play it and enjoy it, share it and feel it, in the most honest and humble way possible. And try to be honest with the sound of it. Try not so much to imitate, but as to carry this voice to other places and share it, because that's what music is all about. Visit Afropop.org to read our full interview with Carolina Oliveros and get the details of her transformation from a metalhead into a dedicated ambassador of Buyerengue in NYC. El Barrio mostly performs bullarengues by composers from the regions of Urabá, Antioqueño, Córdoba, Bolívar, and San Juan d'Urabá. But they recently composed and recorded two originals. This is their tribute to a few of the regions where buirengue comes from, in the uptempo chalupa rhythm. We're listening to Pasan Juan Durabá by Buya en el Barrio, live at Barbez. Since they started a few years back, the group has been very busy in New York, performing all over the city and sharing their research of rengue with Colombians and non-Colombians alike. Carolina tells us that rengue is not that well-known even in Colombia, so it's a rare treat. To hear a Buyarengue group here in New York City. The group also represents a trend towards Afro-Colombian folk traditions among the youth in Colombian cities. Here's Victoria Tapias, singer and dancer in Buya.
7: I always like traditional music and I think that probably since over 10 years ago in Colombia there is like a kind of boom of traditional music. Young generations have been more and more interested in in finding out ancestral rhythms. For me, particularly, this boom has created an interest to explore my heritage. When I hear the drums, I feel that it's something familiar, even though I didn't grow up with that. Of course, you hear the music. Growing up in Colombia, we always hear this kind of music, but we don't know what is exactly hullerengue. We don't know the three different rhythms. We don't learn with that and now learning about it, it is like knowing about myself and wanting to know more.
1: According to dancer Gabriel Benavides, this interest in traditional music has also raised consciousness among the youth in Colombia about racial and economic inequality. Beatriz Lopez adds, the message that we're sending in Buya el barrio is very important on the level of ethnicity. In Colombia, Afro-Colombians are seen as a minority, but it shouldn't be that way. We are a mixed country.
7: Son negros, son colombianos, somos somos colombianos, somos Colombia.
1: If you're black, you are Colombian. We're mestizo, we're Colombian. The drums call to us from our mother's belly because we're part of this black Colombia.
7: También porque somos parte de esta Colombia negra.
0: That's powerful. Be sure to visit our website, afropop.org, to read interviews with Carolina Oliveros and Buya and El Barrio and many of the musicians featured in this program. You can also learn more about Bouyerengue at buyerengue.com, a new educational platform for the promotion of this tradition. I'm Georges Colinet, and you're listening to Colombia in New York City on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Right, welcome back to Colombia in New York City. Maku Sound System is an institution in New York, and we've been enjoying their original mix of afrobeat and Colombian styles for years. We're listening to Happy Hour from their latest album, Mescla.
7: Liliana, and I play percussion and sing in Maku Sound System.
10: My name is Felipe Quiroz, and I play the synthesizer in Maku Sound System. Juanos, spin up bass, and voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just released our fourth record, called Mezcla. For the first time with a record label, we just got back from Europe. We were in Germany for the second time, and we're heading to California. the next week so we are traveling and trying to bring our music to as many places as we can and uh, growing and evolving. I grew up like kind of rejecting, not rejecting, but not really interested in like Colombian music. I thought it was like, oh, that's like, I don't know, like, what my aunt dances in Christmas or something. And then years later, you know, like being away from Colombia here in New York, I found like an interesting reconnection with that music in a way that was really interesting and profound. Over the years we've developed like a greater musical family among ourselves, like different projects have sprung out, Fullan el Barrio, Combo Chimbita, there's La Banda la Nación, there's all like projects that Camilo, or Juan, or Liliana, different people have been involved with in different ways and Macu family has started this like greater musical family community in New York that I just hope keeps growing and creating.
0: Let's return to Barbés on another Monday night to hear El Combo Chimbita, part of the Greater Macu Sound System family. That's Felipe Quiros, Andres Jiménez, and Camilo Rodriguez of Maku, with Carolina Oliveros of Buya and El Barrio. That was El Combo Chimbita live at Barbès. This fantastic Monday night dance party called Tropical Vortex is curated by Names You Can Trust, a Brooklyn-based record label. They are releasing Buya and El Barrio's forthcoming 45 and El Combo Chimbita's forthcoming EP and lots of goodies direct from Colombia. For example, this track, Gimbele, from Neldo Piña and La Boa of Bogota, featuring Nidia Gongora from Timbiki on the Pacific coast of Colombia. hear traditional marimba music from the Pacific coast of Colombia right here in New York City Diego Obregón y grupo Chonta were regulars at Bardes. but Diego recently returned to Colombia after many years in New York we miss him
2: Llegué a Nueva York, trayendo este mundo, mi lindo folclor, trayendo este mundo, mi lindo folclor, traigo mi marimba, en el corazón, traigo mi marimba, en el corazón, les traigo esta jugada, más que la disfruten, les traigo esta jugada, Que la disfruten, mi guapié,
0: eh. y espero con ella
2: ganar vertitudes, mi guapié, eh. guapi, eh. oh, mi guapié, eh. oh eh, mi guapié, eh. oh, mi guapie, eh. oh eh, mi guapié. Eh. Oh, eh.
0: was El Viajero from Diego Obregón y Grupo Chonta. Diego also used to play bass with another staple of the New York City Colombian music scene, the Alejandro Zuleta Vallenato Collective. Thankfully, Alejandro is still very much present here. My name is Alejandro
8: Zuleta. I come from a long line of uh, Vallenato traditional musicians from Colombia, which is the Zuleta family. Uh, One of my grandfathers is the composer of La Gota Fría. My father is also a famous Vallenato composer. We have accordion players, singers, whatever. Uh, A lot of musicians in my family. So I'm here in New York and I do Vallenato music, but I I don't do it with the accordion, I do it with the piano. You teach Vallenato by oral tradition, and uh, the place where it's passed down most of the time is called the Parranda, which is a party non-stop like music, like Vallenato all the time. So in my father's house, they happened a lot. So I was in a lot of those parrandas growing up, and so I had that first-hand relationship with the music.
2: Donde ayer ella me dijo que me vería Y le escribiré unos versos a la María Y cuando yo ya me encuentro le cantaré Que me enloquece cuando me mira Que me nubla el sentido y no
8: so I do a lot of my traditional vallenato repertoire because there's such a great repertoire that it's like you have to do it. Vallenato is Colombian music from the Caribbean region of Colombia. It's not actually the coast, but it's a little bit inside the coast. It's called the Provincia, where that music comes from. The indigenous uh, heritage, you can see it in the guacharaca, which is a little scraper stick, kind of a weirdo, but very thin and very bright sound. So the Spanish heritage is present in the way the poetry is built
2: in the music. And then
8: we have the caja, which is the other drum to play Venato, which is a little drum, and that's African. Like I learned to play the piano like they like the accordion player does. What they do is natural for the accordion, but kind of it's not that natural for the piano. Like you have to find a way of figuring that out in the piano, which I have done. And in the improvisations part is where I depart a little bit. Sometimes I improvise very into the style they do, but sometimes I keep freedom to myself to to go a little bit uh, beyond of what accordion players will do because it's a different instrument. We just finished our first album. We did a fundraising campaign, it was called Vallenato in the Box, and uh, the idea of the campaign was to build a Vallenato bridge between uh, New York and Valledupar, because I was feeling like isolated here doing Vallenato by myself. So I thought, okay, I'm a piano player here doing Vallenato without the accordion. It would be nice to have uh, an accordion player to come from Colombia and just be with the band and interact.
0: Now, Alejandro didn't want just any accordion player. He brought Hugo Carlos Granados, dubbed the Vallenato Accordion King of the last 10 years at the Vallenato Festival in Valledupar. So we planned
8: a couple of concerts. We did uh, three really great shows. We did a workshop at the Taller Latinoamericano, and we recorded one song with him.
2: viento del nordeste trae la voz de mis ancestros para que este canto lleve la grandeza de mi pueblo sopla viento del nordeste trae la voz de mis ancestros para que este canto lleve la
0: Was Uglares and El Viento from the Alejandro Zuleta Vallenato Collective featuring Hugo Carlos Granados. Next, we hear the story of a very different kind of Vallenato bridge between New York and Colombia from producer Morgan Green Greenstreet.
11: Okay, my name is Harold Rodriguez. I come from a Colombian family. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York all my life. Hardly seen anything outside of this country until very recently.
1: When I met up with Harold, he had just returned from his first trip to Colombia and he was walking on air. He had a new accordion that he wanted to show me.
2: Buscándole toda una parte Buscándole toda una parte Porque son los años vivos Porque son los años vivos Buscándole toda una parte
11: Uh, instrument was accordion. and the reason I got into that was because I had seen a um, soap opera, a telenovela named Escalona, which is uh, based on the composer Rafael Escalona from Colombian Coast..
5: Adiós, excel, ah!
11: The role was interpreted by uh, Carlos Vives, which is a very, very big rhina to star. And uh, from there, I, it's, my curiosity started to uh, blossom, or grow at least, somewhat. And uh, my dad gracefully bought me an accordion. I couldn't believe it, I was very overwhelmed, but at the same time, I felt very inadequate and very, um, very much as an outsider, trying, just looking and appreciating it more than I can actually produce that kind of music. There's people who are very quick to say that I'm not Colombian because I wasn't born there. And there's people who would who ask me how I would even doubt that I'm Colombian. My family is Colombian. I'm, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm Colombian. But there's no doubt in my mind that I'm American as well.
1: It actually took Harold many years, playing a lot of rock music, and finally watching one more soap opera, this one about composer Diomedes Diaz, to finally commit to playing Vallenato accordion.
11: And so I just started with my brother. I started playing a lot of Vallenato, listening to uh, Diomedes Diaz. After being influenced so much by Carlos Diaz, I started to go a little more traditional route, and uh, that's where I am now. Now, It brought me all the way to uh, Cartagena in Bogota, which is where I started realizing that perhaps I did have enough of that spark that's needed in that music. Not to say it proudly or anything, but it was a validating experience to be accepted by the people who actually can call themselves the owners of that music. I never expected to receive such a a loving response. I always thought that it would be very tough to convince people of that area, which are my own people, that um, even though I wasn't born there, I can still, you know, uh, produce that music or at least produce the same sentiment. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I almost didn't go that day. Before I called a taxi to the airport, I decided maybe I shouldn't go. I was, I was very nervous to how it would be. I never traveled outside the country. But I got extremely nervous. Uh, I sat down for a few and uh, put on a vallenato. and as soon as I heard it, I said, I gotta go. And I called a cab and I left. When I got off the plane, I didn't know how to absorb the reality that I was finally in Colombia. It was very, very surreal to the point where I'm speaking to you now. It's still very surreal that I, I was in Colombia and I feel like I'm in Cartagena still. And some of the city streets remind me very much of Bogota. So when I feel the heat, I feel Cartagena. When I feel the breeze, I feel Bogota. I would put it that way.
1: Harold felt the warmest welcome in Cartagena. He showed up with no contacts and just started playing accordion on the street corner his first night. He was quickly hired to play in a bar. And the next day, a major beer company approached him and hired him for a commercial. The next day I did the same thing
11: and they contracted me for, uh, to play in the Chiva tourist bus, which was incredible to, to be sightseeing with a bunch of tourists who is a tourist, playing the music from that land And getting to know the city all in one shot and being paid for it is like,
0: wow.
1: (laughs) Harold met so many musicians and promoters who are eager to work with him in Cartagena that he already bought his return ticket to Colombia. He plans to grow his Vallenato music on both coasts.
11: I'm so glad I went. It completely transformed the way uh, I see Vallenato now. Even though I've played it always from my heart, now I feel like I'm standing in both places when I play. Desde pequeño tenía
2: la cumbia en mi alma Que palpitaba con el impulso de alegres Y yo cantaba, yo
11: cantaba... For me, Vallenato is an expression of, of my roots Of my own parents, of the music they instilled in me Of my passion So it's, it's a very um, unique experience for me Being on the outside And uh, at the same time on the inside It's like one foot on the out And uh, when I play, trust that I put both feet in But when I stop I bring one for right back
2: out. Cartagena <laughs>
1: <laughs> And now, something a little different.
6: Hola, my name is Elkin y soy de Colombia. Soy de Barranquilla, Colombia.
1: That's Elkin Power from Barranquilla, Colombia, producer, percussionist, and leader of the group Del Sonido. The track we're hearing is a solo track, though. It's called Dance, and it's sort of a vallenato. Elkin says, for me, I hear a vallenato as a dubstep. Elkin was never that interested in Vallenato in Colombia, he says, but being in New York, where many DJs are using cumbia as a basis for electronic music, Vallenato began to call his attention, and so he started working with it
6: de He says,
1: When I came to New York, I started hearing DJs here, gringos, who made their own mixes with Colombian music. Putting a dembow on a cumbia or turning it into reggaeton or whatever. We're hearing an example of that now La Encuera 2.0 an Uproot Andy remix of traditional singer Petrona Martinez from a new official remix album entitled Petronica.
6: Colombia no
1: Elkin says I took what those DJs were doing as an influence but what I used to hear in Colombia was different and I felt that I needed to bring that back So he founded Del Sonido a live band that mixes electronic music styles with traditional and popular music from Colombia Here's Gozadera an electro champeta from Del Sonido
0: approaching the end of today's program and of course there are many more amazing Colombian musicians than we have time to feature on today's program which is why we need to tell you there is one event every year where you can see and hear many of these excellent groups live on the same stage the Encuentro NYC Festival of Colombian Music founded and curated by pianist, composer and educator Pablo Mayor. Estoy estoy en una entrevista con
1: alguien y me imagino que. Okay, Pablo is a very busy man, so we caught up with him in Grand Central Station between meetings, hence the noise.
8: It's been a really uh, amazing, positive experience. Uh, the encuentro was made to show Colombian music in Manhattan, to present new artists who were using Colombian rhythms in their new music. And it created a a reaction, not only for many Colombians who didn't have this opportunity to really have Colombian music, new music, but also to an international audience, an international group of musicians who wanted to learn to play Colombian music. So it's been a very positive place in New York for the community and something I feel very proud, you know. I've been working, it's been a family endeavor. And there's a nice group of collaborators who actually make this happen, so I'm very thankful.
0: Hey, be on the lookout for this year's Encuentro NYC. Well, we'll leave you with the taste of Pablo Mayor's group, Folklore Urbano. This is El Barrio Project, an evolving multimedia tribute to Spanish Harlem, where Pablo has been teaching for the past 17 years. Pablo is from Cali, Colombia, one of the centers of salsa music, so he's been mixing Afro-Cuban and Afro-Colombian music for quite a while. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. The National Endowment for the Humanities and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you. For supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the showcase trade fair and seminar for World and Roots music at Santiago de Compostela, Galicia, Spain, October 19th to the 23rd. Big thanks to Melody Feo for our help with transcriptions for this program. And thanks to all the featured artists for their enthusiasm. And Olivier Conant for making connections. Visit afropop.org for interviews with the artists featured in today's program. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions, research and production for this program by Morgan Greenstreet. And join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief photo engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Stéphanie Lebeau and Greg Hartman. C.C. Smith and Banning Air edit our website, afropop.org. Our producer for new media is Ataneo Fiaggia. And I'm Georges Collinet.